This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I didn't get a picture for the gram. Woody Williams was career 132 and 116 and was an all-star in 2003 for the Cardinals. Can you nice. uh, who came turn up me up with a little that on the headset? Band- Chumbawamba. I don't know. It's like Oompa Loompa, but Chumbawamba. The Business Wait, on Top Podcast. I am back. What it do, baby? Woo! Bing bong! Oh. I felt like I was about to be in a... Like I was in the rap booth. Yeah. like Turn uh, me up. Yeah, turn, turn me turn up. Turn up this beat. What is it? Uh, who Who is really rude? Was it uh, Fat Joe? During What's Love Got to Do With It? He was like, turn me the bleep up. I was oh. like, whoa, man, like, just, you can just say it nicely, just, yeah, say dudes, please. Yeah. yeah. Episode 48, we thought it was 49, but that's just how long it's been. Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel turning it up on a Tuesday night. We got the World Series going. We got a lot to talk about. Bing bong. Bing bong. We missed uh, an epic Halloween weekend. And Wait, sorry let's, we couldn't let's be talk there about why, real quick, bing bong. Bing bong. It's referencing Side Talk NYC, right? One of the gr- <laughs> great. Did you guys hear about it before I sent you that video? I, no. Well, they did it. Did wasn't that a thing after the playoff game? But yes. like, it didn't become it, it a was, thing until after the regular season game. I might have showed you that one. It was um. The Knicks, they had an iconic one when they did. Uh, they interviewed Knicks fans after Trey Young dropped like forty five oh on us, right? And they're like, "What would you do if Trey? If you saw Trey Young in the streets and it." Just imagine a All bunch of drunk New Yorkers, New York. <laughs> you know. Probably not great. Um, and then, yeah, that Nick season opener was just a classic video. Um, well, that was we. That was after we had recorded the episode. Yes. If you kind of want to get a look into what we do after the show, we were all just standing huddled around the TV that's here in the studio watching and wondering why nobody in the nba plays defense anymore and it's now basically just a glorified three-point contest Mm -hmm. my hair got 10 shades grayer that day (laughs) uh but the knicks eventually pulled it out and honestly now we're five and two i know i was talking to you vj before the show and i said if you said if i went up to you and said we're gonna be five and two after seven games you're gonna take that all day yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the Thanks, really over, yeah, the really up. overwhelming thing about the Knicks is that they've just been playing at such a high level, and the players that they need to step up that you thought about at the beginning of the season, uh, R.J. Barrett, um, Kemba, Fournier. Kemba, Kemba, Fournier for sure. Fournier. Kemba Walker's getting there. Um, probably not getting the exposure, the playing time, the points that we thought he was going to get. But like the role players are stepping up. Mitchell Robinson looks good. Um, we still have Alec Burks. Alec Burks looks pretty sh- pretty solid. Um, I think we're missing one scorer. Like, he picks somebody like, up uh, at the deadline. You know what I mean? Like we need like a uh, you, you know like mention, a true six man. He didn't mention Julius Randle. Well, of all players, like, right? And and that and that's your that's your best player. And I think what you decided was at the end of the season, Julius Randle's so tired. Yeah. That's why he's playing. Well, that's what I hope. Julius Randle's so tired at the end of the season that he doesn't have time or it doesn't have the energy to score 30 points per game in the playoffs. He needs help. I, so what do you get? You get him Fournier, you get him Walker, you have a lot of auxiliary scoring. And yeah, Ben, like you said, you probably need another guy to like help him out in the paint, mm-hmm. um, create some mismatches. And 
hopefully you'll get a, a team that underachieves in in the regular season and you can you can snap somebody up at the deadline typically in the nba you can mm-hmm. i just hesitated because i don't like talking about the knicks during the season because i don't I get very well. They're just going to let us down in the first round anyway. No, nah, well, you never know. I mean, yeah, our no, defense was will. top of the league last year. I, I think it got better this year, um, arguably. Yeah, and uh, we picked up a couple of good pieces, Bold. and I mean, I safe. Thibodeau ended up working out for us. I mean, you know, so fingers far. crossed. So far, we'll see what happens. It won't matter until we at least make it to the conference finals. Yeah. Max Freed having issues already for the Braves. We're also, in addition to doing oh. our show, we're watching the World Series. And it, is that like a classic New York take? It's like two or three years ago, you would have just taken like the Knicks making the playoffs, and we made. now we made the playoffs, and now it's like, Every, all right, we need to make the conference. We're just constantly <laughs> moving the goalposts. Yeah. I agree, I agree with but you. But I, I think that's oh. needed. Like, why would any fan down. be all right with just making the playoffs like multiple years in a row. Well, I think the problem is I think people need to be realistic about what their oh, what their teams are going to do. He missed the bag. Sometimes Completely. people, yeah. So we've got a lot going on right now. We're watching the World Series. We're talking basketball. It is a loaded show, especially because we miss Halloween. We're going to go through Halloween candies. I did want to talk about a couple of other important things on the show before we move on to VJ hasn't done an urban dictionary in a while and plus oh, yeah. we'll get to in the next segment Jeff Bezos's big penis rocket <laughs> but uh, before that yeah I, I think I think the problem that a lot of New York sports fans have is self-awareness where they figure every year is going to be the year that everything gets fixed and the team is going to be good but I, I've as a Mets fan I think I've just been beaten down into the mindset of I'll believe it when I see it otherwise I'll just assume that it's not happening yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh well, I don't know. I mean, you, if your team makes the playoffs the year before, you should you would theoretically for expect for growth. Assuming yeah. there was no like fire sale or you didn't lose your best player to free agency, mm-hmm. but in a big market city like New York, you generally don't have that concern because you can afford to keep somebody and nobody wants to leave New York to go somewhere else. That's typically like the smaller markets, your Oklahoma cities, your Minnesotas. They have that concern, not and and not the Knicks. I mean, we mentioned this before in a previous episode, but I mean, the the NBA is just more fun when the Knicks are good. Yeah, right? true. I think that's just like a a thing in general. And, and think about it this way: if we're looking at the NBA standings, it, it feels a little bit like the '90s again, because your top yeah. three teams are the Bulls, the Knicks, and the Heat. I know. And and I think that's probably what's best for basketball when you have those three teams going after each other, cannibalizing each other. I don't think there's like. I don't think there's real like hate in the NBA that that there was like back then though. I mean, the Knicks and Heat like generally like those guys were not hanging out with each other. You know what I mean? Did you just drop a screw on the table? Yeah. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I don't know. We were, people not liking each other, I think, is um, frowned upon in society now. Like rivalries are very. I think everything's like a lot more dip- diplomatic, everyone's and, and very it comes soft. cancel culture is real. Everyone's soft. So, well, that's true. Yeah. That's my you know take. It's not only tough. basketball in all sports rivalries. Just uh, minus college, I would say college rival rivalries are still a thing. I mean, you have a little bit in baseball, but basketball they're non-existent. Even football, I mean, I don't know. I guess but, you have division rivals, but even then, it's like no. Not. I'm with you. I mean, when's the last time you saw like a really, really heated rivalry in sports? Um, 
I thought you might have had something like that in the in the Rangers Capitals game at the beginning of the NHL season, um, it, but but you really just didn't. I think it was. I think it's just a lot of talk. Uh, I mean, the last huge brawl I can remember was my uh, well, as in Malice of the Palace, and then there was also uh, FIU and and Miami in the Orange Bowl, which uh, I was a freshman in high school and was at that game. So. If you guys want to hear a story about uh, Brandon Merriweather kicking out some guy's crutches from underneath him during the break, we can we can cover that. But as we turn our attention to the World Series, Max Fried is, is on the mound for the Braves right now. He's already in trouble. He's got one out. Uh, they've got two runners on. And and my concern is Atlanta's going to do this do this sports thing where they where they blow a lead or just gut their fans. And doesn't it just make you feel bad, even though a lot of a lot of my teams, for example, Florida fan hates Georgia. Mets fan hates the Braves. <laughs> Speaking of the Knicks, guess who knocked them out in the playoffs last year? Mm-hmm. But you just feel bad for them that they just can't have one nice thing. No. Feel bad for another fan base? No. No, you don't, make sim- you don't have sympathy that way? Never. Well, you wouldn't have sympathy either. You don't I even do. like the Braves. I do because I, because I put myself in a Braves fan's shoes. It, like, Let's say you were born in the 60s and you've you're 50 years old now and this might be your last best shot at a world series and they're up three to one and now you've got game six and seven and in houston because they can't they can't throw strikes i would just be devastated i mean the fact i I, you have empathy for the braves because that's like a a total flip of what i've heard from the past i I have (laughs) i have empathy for braves fans what about yankee fans they're in right now i would i'll be honest with you on the front end I would have rather no, because the Yankees fans have enough. Like you're, you're. This is an apples to oranges <laughs> comparison. When was the it's last true. time that the Braves have won a World Series? 1995. Okay, so they, so they've got at least one. Yeah. But meanwhile, that's closer to the position that I'm in, because the last time the Mets won a World Series, I was negative five years old. Just as a reminder, <laughs> the Yankees, meanwhile, have won a lot of World Series, including three in a row at some point in my life, and then in 2009 they won another one, and are consistently one of the best teams in the league. I'm just pulling your leg. No, I know. You're, it's you're, always nice. You're yanking my chain. <laughs> but uh, As the know, old... It, it, <laughs> but how... Think, think about the last five years just as uh, as an Atlanta sports fan. So you get you get your beloved Falcons in the Super Bowl. You go 28-3 against Tom Brady. You're coasting. And then you, like, blink. And all of a sudden the Patriots are celebrating another Super Bowl championship. You want to talk about a team that was at the highest of highs and never like think about the falcons right they made that's incredible the Super Bowl. To me, I, I don't even remember what happened to them the year after but I, they didn't make it to the conference championship i, I believe think. they were a playoff team but it wasn't the same yeah i, I, I mean because that it, was it that well, was their shot dan <laughs> quinn was about to be a super bowl winning coach yep and this, he's, is he even an assistant in the league anymore i think he is yeah, yeah he's, he's a um, defensive coordinator right for um uh, yeah, I think he's a deep. I mean, he was. Career. Is he Oakland? Maybe Oakland's defensive possible. Yeah, Oakland's got some problems of their own, but yeah, a- a- Atlanta. Uh, uh, they were up Cowboys. 20. They were up Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh well, I mean, one of the best teams in the league. Maybe he. Maybe he will parlay that into. But it, it helps when you have somebody like Trayvon Diggs on that side of the ball too. Mm-hmm. I mean, twenty-eight to three. Like, you, you see, you all you really have to do is like get the ball 
and just, just like run some clock, run the ball, get a couple first downs, and just like punt. Is that a miracle in like I guess in in NFL anyways? Because that's like one of those, those scores where like if you mess this up, you really mess this up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And playoff teams, that, like you won your NFC, you like won the NFC. This is yeah. not like worst team in the league goes up twenty eight to three and it's fluky and they blow it. Like they had beat the hell out of the Packers in that NFC Championship game. Yeah. But then you have, after that, you get a couple couple years later, you have Georgia playing against Alabama in the in the championship game. And they're at home. They're at home. They're playing in the Mercedes-Benz. And Tua Tagovailoa comes back, gets subbed in, has his first game as a player uh, for Alabama, and leads a comeback for Nick Saban's 14th millionth ta- championship. This yeah. is if Georgia doesn't win it this year, I mean they're cursed. I think forever. I think. Have, there you, is, have you guys seen Georgia's defense play this year? Oh, yes, it's, it's a cheat code. Essentially, it's like an it's NFL. Not fair. It's a top defense. three defense of all defense. time, right? They don't make mistakes. There's no one like you know in college, you'll see on plays like you know there'll be a blown coverage. There's always one guys, Someone's coverage. open. Someone's open, or there's like chunk plays against Georgia's defense. It's like everyone's always in the right spot. Like it's unbelievable. There, there. There's no reason for them not to win it. I mean, yeah. is, are they arguably like the best, one of the best defenses of all time that, in college? That, that's we'd have to look up stats, but I would assume they're right there. I mean, with the Hurricanes, I'm on the, it. The famous uh, was it 01? Yeah, that. I mean, I th- I would say overall, Miami's offense is a lot better than Georgia's offense. That 2001 Miami offense, but in terms of defense. Statistically, Georgia don't sleep on twenty thirteen FSU statistically. Oh yes, yeah. Well, top three. I definitely offense. I don't know about the defense. Let's but see. No, the defense was stacked. No, yeah, I know team. the defense was stacked, but like statistically, they weren't like Georgia. But the offense was one of the best offenses in college football history. Yeah, from like yeah. points and yards wise. All right. So, okay. so this is an article from FootballOutsiders.com. It says Georgia defense is best ever with an asterisk so far. Um, I can't think of any like so. I I, I could say Florida had a good defense at one point since two thousand like, since like, two thousand seven, or actually let me let me do this. How many points per drive do you think Georgia's giving up? Points per drive or yards? Points per drive. Oh, it's got to be under, under one. It is under one. Wow. But how far under one? Probably. Uh, well, I think they're giving up like. On average, like twelve points a game. I want to say this so. is that part of the show where Ben gets to do math. Twelve points a game. Holy shit! So you got to think what a team has at least twelve. Well, at least probably fifteen drives, right? Four a quarter. Yeah, but think about it, like their touchdown percentage is like in the in the ten, like one digit. The the amount of touchdowns that they they're give probably up. giving up like point. Point six or point seven points a drive. Point one six points per drive. Oh my for god! Yeah, I mean it is a historically great defense. And so that's, you think if Atlanta loses the World Series and if if Georgia does somehow does not win the national championship, if they get tripped up by Alabama in the, in the conference championship game, they're cursed. you have to think that Atlanta sports are cursed. Yeah. All right, coming up, VJ's got an Urban Dictionary. I want to talk about. What doppelgangers. You do. I want to talk about do- Ben wants to talk about doppelgangers. Yeah. And I want to talk about some important kitchen stuff coming at you. Business on top. The Business on Top Podcast. 
I do have a crazy stat, and this is just beyond comprehension for me. So if you recall and you watched Sunday Night Football, Dak Prescott was not in, so Cooper Rush had to be in as quarterback. Yep. He threw a touchdown to Amari Cooper. The Cooper Rush to Amari Cooper touchdown is the first in NFL history where the passer's first name and wide receiver's last name are an exact match. The Cowboys also have the only pass touchdown in NFL history where a passer's last and receiver's first name were an exact match. Andy Dalton and Dalton Schultz in week 11 at Minnesota. Does that blow your mind? It's actually pretty, pretty awesome. That's pretty crazy. It's just insane. And now Dalton Schultz is actually really good. The more you know. He is. Did you hear he's he was a, he's a big optic fan? Did you listen to the podcast? Who who? Dalton Schultz. I think I've seen him tweet. Uh, he, he was on Scumper. He was on the eavesdrop. Pretty good. Shout out to Hector. Um, wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool though. Yeah, see, you'd have to fill e-sports, me in on that. I, yeah, esports is becoming no a idea. thing. I'm telling. We you. were talking about that during the break. I mean, there's just so much potential mm-hmm. for growth there. Yeah, I, w- I wish we had enough funds to either start or invest in an esports team. Um. Yeah, I think the market is in in its infancy, as far as um, just yeah, it's, it's a just, billion dollar industry right now. I More. know, but I think the it's, sky's the limit. I mean, think about how many yeah. games they're not even tapped into, and think about how many players in these big sports actually play video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably more than half of them. I think. I think there's like a lot of potential to really, really turn the stove up on like the intensity of. Of, of esports because uh, the more that gets out into the general public, like the the more revenue they're going to create, and there's just a lot of potential. Although that now gets me to thinking, like when you guys use the when you guys use the burners, when you're turning <laughs> nice segue, on, man. You've had, I knew I knew it was you've coming. Had some good transitions, yeah. But that oh, was that oh. was that was like a four Swanson? out of ten. Back back back. No, Caught. not enough. Caught back, at the back, left back. field wall. Remains zero zero. Whoop. Burners. So, but when you turn on the, the burners, if you're going to, like, make soup or something, uh, which one do you use? I always use the two bottoms. I don't know. I just feel like the bottoms heat stuff up quicker. Do you just go for the one that has the biggest circle? And usually that's the bottom right one, I feel like. It depends on the size of the pan for me. Yeah. Well, if you're making... I no, mean, I go big no matter what. Small or big pan. Yeah. Give so me the mo- most surface area of heat. You'll take, like, a small thing to make stuffing, and then you just take the giant circle that's at the bottom. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's small pan or small pot. Dude, I, put I can't it on wait the biggest, for it. Yeah. biggest burner. No, I put small pots on small burners. I think uh, I think you're very um, by the they, book. What do they call it? lawful good? And then you're chaotic good. And I think Does I'm, that, I think I'm chaotic neutral. I just figure the more surface area of heat would make my th- it would heat up quicker. Stuff get hotter. I mean, it makes sense. I don't but. think that's true, but we can get somebody to confirm we, that <laughs> is true. The only it? way it wouldn't be true is if the pan somehow or pot what didn't touch all parts of the big coil. Yeah, but sometimes now, well now it's <laughs> we're we're really like a range top where there's no right now. where there's no coil. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer well, I prefer the range top as opposed to You want to know I, I I wish I always wish I had a stove where you ever seen the one where it's like it it, it ignites. It's like you push it in you hear it. Oh, like, like New York I has that. Yeah. Well, New York all the New York Yeah, houses. it was it was, na- it was natural gas. I had it in um I had it in law school my second year. Yeah. They had all the the range tops cuz it would just be natural gas. You would have to go 
Yeah. Well, New York and all those northeast states have to have it because of when it gets cold and it freezes over. Yeah. You can't uh, have regular uh, like electric stoves. You have to make sure your pipes are winterized. You got to have those. Courtesy of Mr. Freeze. Yeah, gas lines are very important up there. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So bottom right for me. (laughs) You want that sending me to the cooler. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. All right, time to freeze. Um, Or kill the dinosaurs. The Ice Age. (laughs) If the bot, I'm going for the biggest burner, I guess, on the uh, the bottom. Yeah, Yeah. I guess, right. What do you... What are you most frequently making when you're when you're putting something on the burner? Eggs. Pa- pasta, soup. Oh yeah, eggs. See, I'm I'm a big soup guy. Usually, uh, I would say soup is ranked number one, um, and then pasta is number two, and eggs is down there. Pan- pancakes probably at the bottom. Although, I, man, I, I do like I do like a good set of pancakes. Ben, you got a doppelganger story <laughs> for us? <laughs> We're going right. In. Wow, Let's our go. transitions have gone uh, a little south heading close to the 50 but it's funny you ask that because i do actually have um um two people that i've been told i look like all right now we might have to post this on the story to see if people agree well no not not yet like the clip i would like Like the post no it's um, okay post post show clip but i'm gonna do it real quick before you can open so yeah have you guys ever been told you look like someone yeah like actually not like no, I, I, Kobe. we got it we'll, we'll yeah. post it all we'll no post i actually it all. have but it's it's a, also another joke i guess the guy does not look like me at all but we'll have to do like um like a pick stitch of each of us and we'll do doppelgangers and maybe like our viewers can vote on who looks the most alike but okay so yeah my friend said the first person i was told i look like this is from my my friends. I'm pulling it up. Is Christian Arroyo of the Boston Red Sox, and I I really don't see. I guess ignore the color of the hair, because obviously the color's off. But I've been told. I guess he, he looks like me. I don't see that one. The one I could kind of see. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you look at that one. Oh yeah. 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 No way. Yeah. Hang on. I'm gonna. Look, I gotta look. Let me see. Up. Let me see the picture you're looking at. You know the the eyebrows. Not, it's not it's terrible. The Let me see. I think. Yeah. Doesn't look like me. Well, of course you're gonna say that because you know. You, no way. I think it does a little well, bit. I think you you guys no, are very similar. It's like, the bone. brows. I think you guys have a very similar bone structure. We'll put yeah. it. We'll have to put it up on the poll. This one I could kind of see. This was, this was people on that t- my TikTok that went like very viral. The comments. Everyone was saying I look like a. Carlos Carlos Rodon of the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, I, I think you and I had talked about this one before the show. I could see this one more than I, Arroyo, but I still don't see this one. And I disagreed. Um, no, I see this one less. No, I see your uh, I think Arroyo. Arroyo is like a lot more. Yeah. Really? Hey, look at this. Dude, but the bro- I, I go by like, the brows. This guy looks like my family friend Jackson. Kevin. Shout out yeah. Kevin. Carlos <laughs> Rodon. No, yeah. no, no. Oh wait, you're talking about Rodon. Yeah, Rodone looks like my family friend Kevin. I think Rodone no. looks but more like this, me than only in Arroyo. this specific picture. So I look at I look at well the beard, somewhat matches I guess, but the eyebrows are very similar. The eyebrows. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, they got that angle. 
What we'll if I were to, to tell you he's a really good-looking guy? Would you? Uh, be I'd okay say with I it? look like him. <laughs> yeah. I look like I look like Christian Arroyo. <laughs> it sounds like you're playing the results a little bit. But I can't. I don't know about this. I, I don't think tough. I look like him. Yeah, I mean, I, not like oh I, my god. I've actually like a third person. I've actually been told. Um, I look like Cristiano Ronaldo as well. Oh wow! That's what I've been told. Yeah, I've been told. I, I, look I like, see that one. I've been, I've been told, told I look like, like Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Ronaldo was the Di- first person that thought DiCaprio, of it. I don't know. I mean, he's got a lot of followers on 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 the gram, so that makes sense. What? Uh, <laughs> I know you. You. I've been told that I look like uh, you, know, you know Jason Smith. Jason Smith, the kid from Mad Magazine, and we're very put- and very obscure end of Nick's bench in in early two thousands player. We're putting Jason up the picture Smith. I sent of Jason Smith. I showed you guys. I'm I'm very curious on this poll. We did this before, and everyone said no. Okay, then yours we won't do. But ours. You can pick another one. I mean, people well, think that I look like the get? kid from Smart House, uh, Ryan Merriman. Oh, the and Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll put up that one. And then and then I think I look like Ben Chilwell from Chelsea. You guys don't seem to agree. No. We can put that one up. Okay. So we'll just we'll just rapid fire these at business on top pod on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We'll put the pictures up, and we'll just say Ben doppelganger, yes, no. Ben doppelganger, yes, no. VJ doppelganger, yes, no. Well, and, I haven't and had it'll be much. Kobe I Bryant. Mean, uh, Kobe Bryant. No, that was that was not yeah R.I.P. But yeah, that one. And was then not we can right. do Shane doppelganger, yes, no. The only one I've gotten was when we played golf. I don't know if you remember. Oh yeah, Tony Fina. Tony Fina. Someone said that you look like Tony Fina. Yeah, I, I mean, let's see. No, I do Tony remember Fino? that. I looked yeah. and I mean. Usually, I'm. I would say yes if I look somewhat similar. But I think he. I, I think he just thought that because he's brown and so are you. Yeah, like that's what I'm, I thought I'm, too. I'm convinced. I wouldn't mind. I, I mean, a pro golfer. I mean, he's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Especially he's not the, the worst looking especially guy. Especially with a beard. You have a much better beard. Let me, than let me Tony see. Fino let does. me see Fino. Tony Fino. I think yeah. he's wearing the. Nu- I'm here. Hang on. I'll uh, I'll g- show it to you on my phone. Early in my college days, somebody said Kobe Bryant, but I. I didn't. See I think that. it was just like a like a very similar photograph that you took. Yeah, it was the angles. Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. I honestly think I honestly think that Tony Fino looks more like our friend Dalton than uh, than than you do. Yeah, but maybe, like uh, I gotta see. Like Dalton look at this. Yeah. VJ's got a much better beard than Tony Fino. I, I think. It, I don't see. I think it. it might just be because you're wearing Nike and like he's a Nike athlete. Are we too. sure the guy who told you this to you wasn't like eight beers deep on the, on the course? Uh, uh, we're not. We're actually not sure, but uh, <laughs> we're not sure. I don't, I don't know. Um, I I don't I mean, think he was. <laughs> I don't think he was any further along than we were. But okay. uh, but, but he was know. he was in so the he that. was like. I mean, yeah. this guy was like in his eighties probably yeah. like oh, playing. Oh, golf. okay. <laughs> so. I thought maybe uh, I thought maybe like once upon a time Donovan Solano looked like you. Former uh, former Marlin second baseman who I believe now plays for the Angels. It actually, might be in the, the Giant past. Giants now. Taco but Bell is cooking. It should be cooking. Yeah, I mean right it's now. it's ready. We'll, we can just go pick it up anytime. But I think we have um, the reintroduction of a segment we haven't done on yeah, a while. Yeah, you you had your doppelganger moment, um, but you know one of one of my favorite things was uh, was these urban dictionary segments i mean close out the show what dog shot was uh among the most uh memorable of those what did were there more i mean there there were more but i don't know why i'm blanking i feel like there's an acronym it's been that long that we can't even remember yeah i mean that's how you it was like there was one was like cow liquor rat liquor liquor. liquor. (laughs) it was rat rat liquor. liquor but 
I hope you guys are learning a lot. The on triumphant this return <laughs> of Urban Dictionary. Let's bring on our Urban Dictionary host, VJ Professor VJ Patel. Classes in session. What do you got? Welcome, class. Uh, today's word: man stand. Wow, man stand. All right, one stand. guess each. Man stand. One Let's guess see. each. So, if we're using context clues, we do know that man spreading is. If like somebody sits down in a seat, this generally happens with like older uh, adult males. They'll do this thing where they spread the the outside of their knees like all the way open, such that their you know manhood is kind of out for everybody to see. This happens a lot on the subway. Um, if you've ever been up in Manhattan recently, or honestly at any time. So I would say man standing is the same way. If you stand with a very wide stance with your legs open such that you are facing uh, the rest of the crowd. I'm thinking more, I think it's got to do with some sort of like handstand, like a keg stand. Interesting, yeah. Um, Is it like Mini-Me from Austin Powers using his you-know-what as a kickstand? That's what I'm thinking. But he just got a good poker it, it, face it right seems now. Like, it seems like a very uh, tough word to use in a... Rerun uh, home run, uh, Jorge Soler. Wow. Oh, man. What an acquisition. Okay, so I, I'm at a loss. I'm not a loss for words, but it's this is a very controversial one because there's two definitions for this one, but I'm going to go with the first one that I saw. Were either one right. of us close? Uh, No. Oh. Wow. wow. But for, for the other definition, yes, you were. <laughs> You guys All right, start with the other one, just real quick. Do do. Oh no, don't do the other. Nah, one. probably right. not. I mean, we can. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, right. I'll go with the real one right, first. Yeah, yeah, go with Let's that. go All with right. the one that's meant for air. All it's right. the it's the act of a man standing outside a shop while his wife slash girlfriend slash partner Ooh. shops inside. Yeah, see, that's an in- that's an interesting one. Man standing involves looking into space at other women, or in the case of multi-story shopping centers. Leaning on the railings of an upper floor, watching the people, people below. Down <laughs> yeah, I've been doing the good. man stand outside for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> are there are there more sentences, or is that the only use? That's of the, the sentence? that's the only set. Okay, sentence. yeah. Well, you know what? The man stand was probably a lot tougher in the past. I think smartphones have improved the man stand a lot because at least that way you can watch videos or, or do stuff and mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe multitask a little bit. When was the last time? I mean, VJ has bought a house, so congratulations. How much man standing Thank you. were you doing yeah, when, you were, when you were looking at uh, houses? Uh, a lot, because I didn't even see the house No, I feel, like, I feel like he, he did a lot of man standing for wedding prep. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. Like picking out. Oh, yeah. Hours and hours and hours. Yeah, of just man so standing. I was gonna say you're you're. It's it's like you have to log a certain amount of like flight hours to be a commercial pilot. You you completed the hours requirement for the man stand. Man, oh, man. man stands always awkward. You ever man stand in a store and you're on your phone and you're just like in the way and like people are like yeah like excuse me like and right you're like block. Oh, yeah. Well, there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah, you yeah. just pray that store has a seat or. Something where you could park, yeah. park out, but well, <laughs> well, I mean, the good thing, the good thing about Taco Bell is you don't need a man stand there. No, you don't need a woman stand there. You don't need anything stand there because it's it's just great fun for the whole family. Family that fun, note, great food, great, great times, prices, great, great people, times, great free sauce as much as you want, for, as much sauce as you want. Great conversation. Talk to your local uh, Taco <laughs> Bell workers and 
just get thank, to know them. Thank them for their service. Thank them for their service. Speaking of, I know you like to talk about people who don't get enough credit. Yes. Taco Bell drive-thru workers. Yeah. They're the heroes. They, they are. They are amongst many people in this world, but Taco Bell drive-thru workers who put together our orders and everyone's orders every day. Just true American heroes. Yep. And we're going to go thank them. And that's our show. Coming up, episodes 49 and 50. I think our Thanksgiving episode will be the big 5-0. Oh. Can I eat 50 turkeys? We'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. Shop Stay in safe. the ER. <laughs> <laughs>